Hey guys, it's Admin Sean of the Dollar Bin, and we're here to discuss a show that we attended a few weeks ago. One show or two shows? Wow, two shows. It was a whole weekend of shows. Yes. Oh, yes. So, much like the interviews that I got at the first show we attended, RobCon, I'm waiting until the end of the day before I talk with Sean about our weekend of conventions. So we're probably delirious. Who knows? Sean and I spent this past weekend, of which we are recording, but probably a few weekends ago, attending RobCon in Bristol, Tennessee. RobCon! Home of the Bristol Motor Speedway. Which was huge. Oh, it's gigantic. I'm pretty sure it, it looks bigger than the Charlotte. It's taller. Yeah, it was it's on top of a definitely... hill, too. It just, like, looms yeah. over. yeah. Everything. It was kind of cool. So we went to Bristol. We went to Tennessee, for RobCon. And Tennessee. And Virginia. And Virginia. At one point, we parked in Tennessee and had dinner in Virginia, I believe. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then after that, so that was Saturday, and then Sunday, we went to Charlotte for the Charlotte Comic Con. Which was at a new hotel. Well, Which new... apparently it's been at for a few years now. Yeah. New to us. <laughs> because I think the last time we went was right before we got married, like four years ago. Because it's, for whatever reason, we're always busy the weekend that it is held. I really think we were already married. We could have been. I could have sworn that I looked for cake toppers in the boxes of toys before I settled on <laughs> Pinky and the Brain that I already had Yeah, for some reason. Yeah. We were looking at what we what do what did you want to do this weekend, Sean? What did we what we were like, what are we gonna do this weekend? And I was like, Let's go to RobCon. I've I've heard great things about it. It's and, only three hours away. And yeah. Yeah, three and a half. Yeah. Three and a half. But yeah, it's depending like, on what side of Greenville you're on. Yeah. Yeah. It can be three hours away. Yeah. And the question is, uh, you know, why go to RobCon? Well, the reason Sean and I decided to go to RobCon was um there's a few of them. Andy Runton, mm-hmm. Rico Renzi, mm-hmm. Shannon Smith, mm-hmm. Jeremy Massey, mm-hmm. Matthew D. Smith. Mm-hmm. Those are the main reasons I decided to go. Yeah, and we, we found out Shannon <laughs> Smith was going, and his daughters were going to be there. And Cassidy Smith. And I wanted to get Cassidy Smith's Hula Hoop Girl. Because mm-hmm, we missed it at Heroes Con. Yeah. Yeah, so really we drove to Bristol, Tennessee to buy Hula Hoop Girl from Cassidy Smith. Because we missed it at Heroes Con. Yeah. And the rest of you guys were bonuses. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and then we also ran into Neil Bramlett and yeah. uh, Wally McNair was there. Yeah. So Wally's got a Indiegogo that he's got to fund his new comic that's coming out, Legend of the Black Pandas. It ends on September 10th. So be sure to check that out. You can Google search on Indiegogo Black Pandas and it's like the first one that comes up. Yep, their goal is three thousand dollars, and uh, which is never too much to ask. No, that's a that's a really attainable goal. They've got a bunch of cool levels, t-shirts, all kinds of things. Well, he's a good guy, good artist. He is. I like him a lot. He's a good guy. I sure. meant to talk to him about it, but we ended up talking about all sorts of other things instead. Yeah, I could have interviewed him about it if I'd known and before right now. Yeah, I know. <laughs> well, maybe maybe we'll we'll reach out to him yeah. and he can let us know more about it instead of us just saying, hey. Here's this thing. Here's this thing. Check it out. It's cool. Check Until it out. Until then, that's what you're getting. Yeah. Hey, here's this thing. Check it out. And then also we saw but missed Brad and Stacy. Yeah. Raider? Yes. 
the Battle Babies couple. Yeah. <laughs> I don't but, know how else to describe them. But we didn't actually get around to the table. No, I saw them and then they were just hanging they're just hanging out. Mm-hmm. And I saw them out of the corner of my eye. I was like, oh, I should go say hey to them. And then they left. I didn't get to talk to them. I'm going to try to get them to come to SC Comic Con. Oh, cool. Okay. I'm going to try. I'm going to see if I can get them to come. So if, if you guys out there are fans of the Battle Babies and you would like to see them at SC Comic Con, you should ask them too. Let them know. Yeah. SC Comic Con tables. Eight foot table. $100. $100, two days. Can't beat that, really. No. I mean, you probably could in smaller cons, but. But 6,000 plus people this past SC Comic Con yeah. for the first year. Not bad at all. Not bad at all. Eight foot table. Split it with somebody. Split it with a few somebodies. Eight foot's a lot of table space to fill. That's a lot of table space to fill. Yeah. 50 bucks for two people, you know, if you split it. For a weekend, that's $25 a day. You can for certainly. Two yeah. Yeah. If you split it. Yeah. You can certainly make $25 in a day. Sean and I had maybe the best. The dollar bin had yeah, because we weren't at the table. It was Shaka, Shaka had maybe the best. Maybe it was because Shaka was there, and none of us jabronis. But uh, we we probably had the best um, take of a of a setting up ever. I don't know. We did really well. Mr. Comic Con was a good show for us. It was so hundred dollars for two days, eight foot table, SC Comic Con, plenty of room to split and share with friends. I believe you get a table and a chair, or a table and an extra pass. So you actually get two passes with the table. A-foot table, two passes. So if anybody else needs to come sit there, too, you can buy another pass for that person, I think. And a lot of cool people are already coming. Uh, Wally McNair, or Wally Vinyl, who we were just talking about. Yeah. He's coming. Uh, Andy Runton Mm -hmm. and uh, Tony Shastine have been announced. Yeah. So the list is already building and growing. I've got a lot more uh, names that we're looking to be able to get up on that list soon. So it's exciting. It is, but, but we're talking about RobCon. We are, <laughs> we are certainly talking about Rob not Con. Rob's Con. Yeah, SC Comic Con. Yeah, RobCon. RobCon, Bristol, Tennessee. So Sean and I went to RobCon and we hung out with a bunch of people and we walked the floor, which was packed. It was the aisles were super tight. It could not have been regulation. <laughs> it was so packed in there. Yeah. Maybe it's Bristol, Tennessee regulation. What do I know about Bristol, Tennessee? <laughs> but yes, it was um crowded, lots of stuff. There were actually two G.I. Joe aircraft carriers. I've never even the, seen the, one in real the, life. The huge ones, like the ones that, yeah. that's as big as me. Yeah. There were two of them. One was on display yeah, and was one in was a box. in a box. I've never seen that thing in real life. I thought it was a thing of legend. Yeah, I've never seen that many wrestling oh action God. figures ever pretty much every single booth yes. had one wrestling figure or three boxes of wrestling figures if you ever are in the need to buy wwf era wrestling figures like obscure characters like who is this guy oh man yeah there is well there's some of them were obscure some of them were just obscure to sean I didn't watch wrestling in like the right. early nineties. <laughs> yeah, so a lot of those guys were kind of foreign to me. Like, yeah, like okay, here's Hulk Hogan, here's Andre the Giant, <laughs> you know, here's Ricky Steamboat. I got that, but then being like, of the WWF nineties era, there were plenty of Stone Cold Steve Austins. Yeah, I there can, was yeah. Uh, some Rocky Maivias as well as The Rock. <laughs> That's true. That was pretty cool. This is a sweet Rocky Maivia. Some old canes. and there's So, yeah. Anyway, if you are ever in the need of wrestling figures and you want to pay them on the cheap and not buy them from the internet, I guarantee you, you will find them at RobCon, Bristol, Tennessee. Some Batistas? Mm-hmm. Yep. Edge? Yeah. 
<laughs> that was a terrible edge sculpt. Like, oh man, terrible. some of them were awful, awful, awful. But uh, they were yes. fun to look through. They were fun to look through. A lot of GI Joes. Oh there was man, the aircraft yeah. carrier. Sean actually picked a few up. I picked up some random ones. Apparently, they're like the Night Force. Mm-hmm. Like early. Apparently, I'm going to start collecting early '90s weird color scheme GI Joes. Yeah, that's my new thing now. <laughs> I got this one dude. I thought he glowed in the dark, but he doesn't. Apparently, he changes color if you put him in cold or, I guess, hot water. <laughs> so, you put him in cold water and he turns slightly darker. <laughs> <laughs> it would have been way cooler if he glowed in the dark. But I really like him and his twin. <laughs> yeah, you actually saw him first. And I was like, oh, here's the regular one. And you're like, I will buy that one, too. Because the girl was like, those hold- are half off. And they were only $2 each. And yeah. you're like, I can get both of these for $2? Yeah. Yes. Twinsies. Twinsies. <laughs> yeah, it's the same. It's like version two and version three or something. <laughs> like Night Creeper something. I try to look them up Be on the wall. Night Creeper. Exactly. So just Creeper. Anyway. Um, yes, yeah. but yeah. So you bought that. those off one of the aircraft carriers. I did. Yeah, and there was like a dollar a Joe. Word has it from Yob, Rob ugh, Rob Young at Borderlands Comics and Games that he actually got one of those aircraft carriers and once, and it was like sold immediately. Yeah, I'm sure. <laughs> I would not know where to put it. We have nowhere to put it right no, now. No, we don't. I've got the uh, <laughs> one of the things, and it's like up on top of a bookcase, mm-hmm. and I was like, I don't even know. It's Basically, where I put my broken slave one. <laughs> it's parked in the bay. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So lots of toys, lots of wrestling stuff, lots of GI Joe, some comics, some good comic deals. Yeah. And Sean actually bought a lot more stuff from the vendors than I did. I yeah. don't think I bought anything from vendors. I don't think you did. I bought Popples number four, Muppet Babies number eight, <laughs> and Gross Point number one, which is a DC comic. It's written by some dude in Mark Wade. And it's drawn by some dude in Roger Langridge. I was like, because it had a Roger Langridge cover, and he had a, he had several of them. Mm-hmm. He had, but not in a complete run. N- yeah, so I was like, a uh, consistent and I run. and they were bagged and boarded, and I didn't want to open them up to see who did the interiors. <laughs> so I was like, I'll I'll just get number one because it had a Roger Langridge cover. All yeah. of them did. It's like I don't know if he did the interiors, so let me just buy one, check it out. Turns out he did do the interiors. I don't even know what it's about. I've never heard of it. That guy had an interesting collection of comics because he had, it was, I mean, DC and Marvel and Star, which is Marvel, but it was like more obscure, you know, DC Super obscure. <laughs> and Marvel. It wasn't like Avengers and X-Men and stuff like that. It was, it was like, you know, Adam Strange yeah, or Adam like Strange. even more obscure <laughs> than that. I believe one of them was called more obscure than Adam Strange. <laughs> I don't think there was. I made no, that up. But I made that up. I was trying we, to be funny. You get the point. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so we hit the vendors. Uh, Sean grabbed a corn dog at one point. Yeah. apparently they ran out of food. So I had so they, a... They were serving microwave food. I had a lovely microwaved corn dog. It hit the spot. I had a bag of potato chips in the car. We I did not... would have had a not... Snickers bar, but... I left Sean it. Sean left it. Uh, or Adam left it. Uh, maybe you could say Adam left it, but... Mm, I don't know. We also picked up a a three pack Ernest collection oh, yeah. at Walmart. Drive up. Ernest scared stupid. Mm-hmm. Ernest goes to camp, mm-hmm. and Ernest goes to jail. Yes. Which we were gonna watch, and we didn't, and I'm really upset. Sorry, we never had time. We got home late, late, late. We're gonna we Back need to watch one of those of soon. Course. Ernest goes to camp. I believe is the one we were gonna watch. Yeah, because I haven't seen that in a while. I've seen Ernest scared stupid um, pretty recently. 
Probably yeah. around Halloween. Yeah. <laughs> I, have, I haven't seen Ernest year, Goes guess. to Jail in a long time. And yeah. We really need to get yeah. Ernest Saves Christmas because that's a... Mm-hmm. It's a holiday I think, classic. I mean, I really like Ernest Scared Stupid, but I, I still think, like, as far as just kind of fun movies go, I think Ernest uh, Goes to Camp is just one of the most solid ones of the Ernest movies. It, pretty much. Dad used to always call everybody Vern. <laughs> hey, Vern. Yeah. Maybe it was just me and my brother. <laughs> Maybe he would just call us Vern. When we got there, we walked around. We first ran into... You actually ran into to Wally first. Yeah, and then Rico and, then Rico and, Neil, and Neil Bramlett. And... Janice and Janice came up, so we so they ended, were hanging I ended up talking to them. Yeah, took some uh, took a picture of Rico with I can't remember who it was some kid cosplaying. Who was that? It's a good picture though. There were a bunch of cosplayers. They had a, oh. a costume contest, and it was about forty forty five minutes long. Yeah, there was a dude, and then Sean's got me jumping around. But sorry, it's all right. I guess there was a dude, a kid. He was a kid in a Grimlock cosplay that that transformed transformed. (laughs) and i tried to get a good picture of him but failed miserably that's because we were backstage yeah there was also like yeah charles vest had front row backstage seats because it was just going on right in front of his table yeah there was also a girl in a job of the job of the hut like (laughs) costume that had wheels that she would just kind of like scoot scoot. and there was like a little Foam kind of head, yeah. That would go over top of her. It was yeah. adorable. The Grimlock was awesome. Though. No, yeah, totally. <laughs> it transformed. Yeah, yeah, it did. <laughs> it was like a big box, and it was like, and the dad like took it apart, I guess, and that's how it transformed. It's kind of it cool, was, though. Yeah, it was super cool. So we stopped to talk to Rico mm-hmm. and Janice mm-hmm. and Neil. Mm-hmm. Talked to Neil a little bit about uh, the anthology that he did. Yeah. Step Arts. What I'm going to do is I'm going to play my Neil interview. Okay. Right now. Is that cool by you? Yeah. Because we actually talk about that. So yeah. we'll go into detail with Neil, with Neil and talk about, about what he does and the guys that he reps. Because he's a rep, sort of. Or he'll explain that, too. Say, hey guys, it's Adam. I'm still here at RobCon in uh, Bristol, Tennessee. <laughs> Home of the Bristol Motor Speedway. Too bad it's not Sunday. I know. <laughs> Saturday, Saturday, Saturday. <laughs> and I'm here with uh, Neil Bramblett of Out of Step Arts. Yes, you are an art rep. Yes, is that what it is, or what? Do you, um, what do you, you? What's your? What's your pitch? What do you describe yourself to people? For what you do? Uh, I'm a service provider, I guess. Yeah. It's uh, support services, yeah. so art sales, representation, you know, um, just kind of whatever you <laughs> might need. Because every each of the artists is different. Like some want me to sell their art, and yeah. some want me to just help them get publishing deals or gallery shows, or yeah. uh, but a lot of promotion, that kind of thing. So yeah. So how'd you get how'd you get started up in this business? <laughs> uh, I got started on uh, this side of the table, the the fan side, uh, yeah. collecting art. Uh, I really enjoyed the uh, you know just the the interaction and the supporting the artist. You know, you know helping the artists that I liked, yeah. um, and uh, you know really kind of got to a point where the purchasing of art was no longer feasible. <laughs> we, yeah. you know, our family expanded and uh, bought a yeah. new car and, you know, so all the things that I kind of was looking at buying were kind of getting out of my price range. And <laughs> I was like, well, maybe there's something else I could do to help support the artists that I like working with. And uh, that's, you know, just kind of got a tax ID number and a website and now yeah. you're a business. So, <laughs> <laughs> And uh, so who all are you working with now? Oh gosh, I got uh, ten artists. Okay. Wow. Um, so I'm working with Alexis Sirrett, mm-hmm. Andrew McLean, Logan Ferber, 
Greg Ruth, uh, Chris Visions, Toby Cypress, Nathan Fox, <laughs> Ming Doyle, Liz Suburbia, and who, who did I not say yet that I'm working with? Uh, uh, Paul Mayberry. Okay, Thank you. Like, and that one person, the person that's you were sitting next to all day, that, all weekend, right. here is Scott. Yeah, Paul Mayberry. Yeah. Sorry, Paul. And uh, so, man, like, are, are those guys? I mean, like, you kind of go to shows and stuff, and you kind of set up as an out of step arts thing. Do you help with all that stuff? Yeah, we do. We do that. Together? We'll we'll um, you know set up as the collective and have a, a large presence in yeah. the area, you know. But then we'll, we'll we do other things like um, like we have the out of step arts bodega, which is a print on demand tea yeah. shirt business. So uh, the artists can upload their art to that. And we we do the prints. Alexis Zirit, uh, place where he works, they handle all that. Oh, cool! So um, <laughs> you know he's doing quality control, and and uh, you know he had fistful apparel, so he knows what he's doing when it comes to, to shirts. And, yeah. Um, we uh, just opened a print shop, like online print on demand. So again, okay. all the artists can upload to that. And uh, we just announced that um, we're going to be doing a, a guest artist program as well. Mm-hmm. So we're going to have artists like Ron Wimberly. And uh, Natalie Anderson, and let's see, who else? Uh, Richie Pope. I don't know if you're familiar with him. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Rugg is signed on. Yeah. Um, Eric Von Home. So uh, a bunch of really quality artists that aren't people that I'm representing or, or offering services to, but I really enjoy their work. Yeah. So it's kind of going to be an opportunity for them to have a month, put up a print. I do all the printing and shipping and sell it, uh, you know, get it yeah. out there. And um, so we're we're gonna do some uh, unique things with that, like That's limited awesome. editions and stuff. So yeah, and then you got the regular website where you get you're selling the original art a lot of yeah, the guys and yeah, everything too. Yeah, sell sell the originals and so like I said, everybody wants something that's a, a little different. Yeah. So and I try to cater to that, and you know I have ten artists yeah. uh, and. I think that's a comfortable number for <laughs> yes. me. That sounds know? high to me, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> and it's a good group of artists too. Oh, yeah. Like Absolutely. they're they're all really nice. You know, they all get along well together. They like they like each other. That's good. Um, <laughs> you know, they like doing things together. They're they're involved. So yeah. it, it's it's fun to have all the projects going and stuff. So cool. And who's your favorite artist that you rep? Oh, that that would be. <laughs> yeah. oh, oh, I dropped the mic. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, how, where did I, I mean, it's it's. I guess it's kind of apparent, but where did you come? How did you come up with out of step arts? Because naming things is hard. It is. I, I you know, <laughs> I had probably a, a, about four other things that I was like, oh, maybe I could name it this, and like, oh, yeah. well, there's like a hundred things named that. And if anybody follows me on Twitter or, or Tumblr, I have a strong music influence you know yeah. i'm always putting videos or, or songs or something up there but um yeah so it comes from minor threat uh is the out of step part but i also felt that that kind of encompassed the type of art that we right. have i mean they're not mainstream styles they're you know kind of indie they're doing their own projects you know they're not working on marvel or dc they have done and not saying that they won't ever right but you know typically they they, they don't do the house style (laughs) exactly exactly i like to think that you know all the artists that i'm working with have their their own unique style you could look at it and know that oh well that's toby cypress or you know that's nathan vox or paul mayberry well, it's like we interviewed uh, Chris Visions a few months ago. Yeah. And I remember he had just kind of joined. He's one of the newer he the is. newer members of Out of Step. And, and uh, I remember telling him, I was like, you know, looking at your stuff, and it's like, yeah, you fit in with the rest of those guys. Like, <laughs> you do. And he's like, wow, thanks, you know, because, you know, it's, 
It is. It's like they, it, it, they're all different, but they're not, like I said, they're not the house thing. And right. I think the attitude behind, of their art style kind of meshes very yeah. well together. Well, and, you know, that's part of the idea is to put all these people together where you may not have heard of Chris Visions, but if you know, yeah. uh, you know, Ming Doyle right. and you are looking for her information, you see the collective and it's like, oh, dude, like, look at all these artists. Like, I really yeah. like these people. I've never heard of them, but... Um, yeah. You know, that that was part of the idea of putting all together in one spot. Because, you know, back when I was collecting, you know, if I was interested in, uh, like, I don't know, Ben Templesmith as an example. Yeah. You know, he would be in with an art rep who would have 20 artists who were all house style. Yeah. And, and, and he would kind of stick out. And I was like, you know, that's good. But I wonder how efficiently his art is getting sold at a site yeah. where his art is to completely different from what everybody else is doing. Yeah, and like the way you have your site and everything set up, especially like with the original pages and all that, it's it's all very well balanced. Like you, you have a description, like you have like your site and you're like, hey, here's some stuff and like here's these people and here's what they've done and you know, it's very easy to get around and um, be introduced to newer artists maybe like you said that you're not familiar with. Well, great. You did a great, great job with that. I'm glad that comes across because that yeah. was part of the original mm-hmm. concept. Yeah. So thank you. Yeah, you're welcome. Well, thank you for doing it. I mean, thank you for Because I really like a lot of these guys. Like, I was familiar with Paul Mayberry for a while. Um, first, I actually just met him this year. I was, I was so surprised I hadn't taken the time to yeah. meet Paul. And so he was real nice. We did a great interview with him a few months ago also. Yeah, I listened and, to that. And, uh, yeah, a lot of those guys are just guys I may not have been familiar with. But because I was familiar with some of these other artists, I, you know, I got more familiar with them as well. And cool. a lot of them are starting to get a lot of work, too. Yeah, like those guys yeah. are starting to blow up, so. Yeah, I, I, and, you know, I, I don't know if that has any correlation to being part of Out of Step Arts. <laughs> I mean, they're really talented. They work really hard, yeah. so it's all mostly on them. Well, mostly. Uh, <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> uh, no, but, like, yeah. you know, three years ago, right. like, you would not have seen Alexis doing boom covers every other month. Yeah, or, you know, Andrew McLean has two books out now that he's self-published. And yeah. Uh, Liz Suburbia, she just got announced at San Diego that she's got a book deal with Fantagraphics. Yeah. Uh, so big 300 tome, like page tome coming out uh, yeah. next year. So. so you got some exciting stuff on the horizon. Yeah. Lots, lots to do. Is it is it a full-time job yet? Or do you still, is, <laughs> I mean, it's, it sounds like you're doing a lot. It sounds like it, you have two full-time jobs then at this point. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> I, I, I do. I, I, I keep a day job and, um, yeah. you know, this is supposed to be you know, supplement. part-time supplemental, <laughs> supplemental yeah. debt machine. But uh, <laughs> no, no, it's it, it. It takes a lot of work, but it you know a lot of it is kind of the stuff that I would do if to help out. Yeah, anyway. like if you know promoting these artists that I like on Twitter and Tumblr, and like that's what I was doing before anyway. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, a lot of that stuff, and like I said, having them be involved in in the projects like the print shop or the the bodega. Um, you know, it's fun to be a part of that. Cool. So. And then uh, let's talk real quick about the anthology. Yeah. The, is that, I guess it is an anthology. Is it that what is. It, that, it is. That's what we're um, calling it. And it's Out of Step Arts and... Brand New Nostalgia. Brand New Nostalgia. Right. And Brand yeah. New Nostalgia is um, Andrew McLean's uh, group of artists that he put together along with uh, Brandon Clark. Again, Brandon Clark, he's kind of like me. He's a he's a supporter, behind-the-scenes kind of guy, but did a lot of the helped him with the organization and they kind of started like a sketch blog type of thing so yes the kaboom backs anthology um is uh was a kickstarter funded program yeah which i missed somehow but i bought it at heroes con yeah it 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 was a a long time 
coming yeah. since you know since we got funded and stuff yeah so i mean it was we probably started that over a year ago but yeah so the book is finally done it's printed it looks beautiful we're still um fulfilling orders but after that it'll be available for sale on the out of step arts website cool. but i mean it's it's a beautiful book oh yeah um, it's great you did so. a great job on it. so chock full of just awesomeness yeah well and <laughs> there again like all the design and the the layout and like brandon clark was really involved in that yeah it, it turned out beautiful cool. Well, thanks for, uh, like, outstepparts.com. Is that yeah. that's the website? Yeah, and everything, Twitter, Tumblr, yeah. Facebook, it's all out of step arts. Cool. So. Well, man, thanks for your time. And, yeah. you know, I hope for the best for you, man. <laughs> you, like, you got a lot going on, and it sounds great. Yeah, well, I and hope so. And you're doing a great thing, too, for all Well, I appreciate guys it. And, I appreciate that. that. Cool. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> and that was actually the last interview of the night that I did. <laughs> that was the last one that I grabbed as everybody was still packing up. It was with Neil. But, uh... It was still fun to talk to. I was really, really glad to help uh, Neil promote his guys that he helps promote. Yeah, he's he's he super nice, there. and he's got some mm-hmm. amazing artists that he's affiliated with. Yeah, and he's doing a good job repping them, I think. He really he's, is. He's doing a good job getting the names out there. He's doing a good job um, just taking care of them, it looks like. His so. website's I like, of, of really all, nice. Of a, lot of the, a lot of the reps do not have good websites. I'm going to go out there and say it, but Neil's is pretty solid. Yeah. Neil, Neil has a very solid website for and he guys. rotates things regularly mm-hmm. he's really good at announcing when he put post new things yeah he keeps it fresh mm-hmm. and then uh so after we talked to those guys we kept con- continuing around to the people that we know and we got to see that's when we got to see shannon smith and his daughter mm-hmm. daughters mm-hmm. cassidy who we mentioned earlier who has uh the mini comic we picked up and his other daughter alana mm-hmm. his younger daughter who introduced me to minecraft which I see everywhere now it shows, but I know nothing about it. And uh, I still really know nothing about it. You put blocks and you break blocks. And it's like a world you can build. I didn't get it. It's too close for me. Yeah, yeah, I didn't get it. But she had fun. She has a cool necklace and a cool like stuffed toy thing. A mushroom cow? Is that what it is? Yeah, she showed me all the cows. (laughs) Yeah. It was cool. (laughs) And we talk to shannon a lot about wrestling mm-hmm. and stuff like that too yeah and, just life yeah seeing life. megadeth viking hall which yeah, yeah. was the venue that we were at we'll talk about in the interview that will pop in once we finish talking about uh cassidy's mini comic so we picked up hula hoop girl <laughs> yeah it was written and drawn and inked and colored and lettered and all that kind of stuff <laughs> um by cassidy smith it's yeah. super fun I really enjoyed it. The, my only critique <laughs> is that some of the text is cut off. I think that's an easy fix. Yeah, I blame that on whoever did layouts and, you know, printed it. Maybe uh, whoever published it, possibly. Yeah. But it, that did not detract from the overall story. Which is probably Shannon. Yes, solid story. It, it's a really good comic. I really enjoyed it. I thought it was really entertaining. Yeah. Yeah, it is. It's very original. Yeah. It's a good concept. It's yeah. a good idea. Yeah. It's not just like, oh, this is my version of Superman or this is my version of Spider-Man. It's yeah. its own thing. She creates like, in a... And of, in and above... Yes. I don't even know what that one's called. She creates a superhero and the villain. Mm-hmm. It's so Gives good. them both backstories and then, you know, has them meet. Yeah. Like, has like parallel stories, kind of, and then they come together. And the art's really solid. And she's really good at breaking the fourth wall. <laughs> Oh, so good. Because <laughs> when that's well done in comics, it's solid. It's very entertaining. And uh, she's really good at that. 
She's really good at Easter eggs. Like that. Okay, the comic's got Easter eggs. It's yeah. got wall breaking. It's got um. It's got a lot of humor. Narration, humor, yeah. dialogue, thought, thought bubbles, thought balloons. Yeah. It's got everything a good comic should have. Good character design. Good character development. You can tell who the characters are. It's a good comic, really. They've got variant costumes. <laughs> yeah. It's crazy. It's it's really cool concept. Really entertaining. I really enjoyed it. Mm-hmm. I'm really glad that a lot of our friends' kids are doing comics mm-hmm. because I mean they're really fresh. They're really fun to read. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and you know they're not doing the same tired thing like you said. They're really fresh. Yeah, they're they're original. Like Foster's stuff. J. Chris Campbell's son. Foster's stuff is so good. And it just comes from a different place, man. You know, it's not coming from that. Uh, I've been reading Batman my whole life and I've always wanted to do Batman. Here's my version of Batman. Yeah. It's like, I've got all these ideas and let me just like throw everything in. Yeah. You know, and see what happens. Right. And you can really tell that they're learning and growing and kind of like the medium and yeah, they're like like what works for them, what works for. Yeah. Yeah. Other people. Mm -hmm. Definitely. Solid. Yes. Yes. So we talked to Cassidy. Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't get an interview with her, but, uh, she was there when I interviewed Shannon. Mm-hmm. And so Shannon and I talk a lot about his work, his Uber balloon stuff, which I love. Um, we'll go into that. And uh, we talk a bit about Cassidy's stuff and what she's working on and doing. And uh, I'll play that right now. This is my interview with Shannon Smith at RobCon. So, hey, guys, it's Adam of the Dollar Band. I'm here at RobCon. RobCon. In Bristol, Tennessee. Tennessee. Now, I haven't been to Tennessee since probably 1996. So it's been a long time since I've been in Tennessee, almost 20 years. Yeah. Uh, and that was to go to Gatlinburg. Yeah? Yeah. So I'm here in Bristol, home of the uh, Bristol Motor Speedway, but uh, we're here for RobCon. And I'm here with Shannon Smith, who you've probably heard me mention or talk about or review or link to or something like that, but apparently I've never interviewed Shannon. Nope. Because <laughs> you hate my guts. <laughs> I don't know. I'm really surprised that I haven't. I mean, maybe we've had I numerous conversations. I don't think you have. Maybe not. I thought maybe one year at Fluke, but maybe not. You you have offered me before at Fluke, yeah. like towards the end of the day. Yeah, that's when I do it. Whenever and it's I've tired. been like so tired, I've just been like, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, I'm so tired. So I'm tired right now. It's in, the, it's in the end of the day right now. Too. Of course. Because it's usually the point of the day where I'm like, oh, crap, I need to do interviews. Yeah. I brought this equipment. I've been lugging it around all day, and I haven't talked to anybody. I should get on this. Yeah. I should get on this now. So yeah. um, how has uh, RobCon been to you? It's fun. Yeah. It's good. Big crowd today. I've been doing this show on and off for a lot of years. It used to be in a shopping mall, yeah. like in a little, little room in a shopping mall in the Bristol Mall up the road. And, I mean, I don't know, maybe like. <laughs> A hundred or a couple hundred people would be in, but this is, a, you know, a fair-sized, uh, what would you call it, civic center. It's yeah. essentially a high school, a, a, major, a major <laughs> high school's uh, basketball yeah. stadium. I don't know how many people it seats, but I saw, uh, <laughs> I saw Megadeth play here. And yeah. I saw the Stone Temple Pilots play here, so it seats enough people to... Uh, <laughs> For, for Megadeth. Yeah. If it's good enough for Megadeth, it's good enough for us. Um, it's crowded on that floor, too. Yeah, I it's think crowded on the, the floor. floor is yeah, it's hard to walk cool. through. There's a lot of people here. Um, I think this is just the third year that it's been in this building. And I yeah. don't think, like, the people, the masses of Tennessee, 
of <laughs> the Tri-Cities. I don't think they were really aware of this show back when it was in the mall. Yeah. But, like, since it started being here, like, the press and media started paying attention to it. So it's kind of become a thing. Their costume contest must have had, what, 100 people yeah, in it? Yeah, probably about 100 at people at least. So yeah. it's, it's probably twice as many people here as there were last year. So Yeah. So that's good, I guess. I mean, it could, uh, well, it couldn't get much bigger than it is as yeah. far as floor space because the place oh, yeah. is pretty crowded. But I think it'll continue to grow. I think it's, uh, I think it's going to be a good show, maybe. Is there a place anywhere else here in Bristol that they could expand to bigger? The Speedway? No. <laughs> there isn't like a convention center that I'm aware of. There are um, community colleges in the area. Yeah. Colleges in the area that have buildings that may, could maybe be used. East Tennessee State University, ETSU, it's not that far from here. It has buildings. But for it to stay in Bristol, yeah, this is probably the biggest place nice in here. Bristol. <laughs> Other than, uh, you know, Bristol Motor Speedway holds 160,000. Yeah. Yeah, I don't. I don't, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think we need that. <laughs> so what all did you, uh, what did you bring to the show today? Um, most of the same stuff I've had for a while. Um, I'm doing a webcomic now called Uber Balloon. <laughs> yes, you and, are. And um, I printed up paper samples of that for Heroes Con, and then I sold them all. <laughs> so I didn't have anything new for this show other than just some art and the comics that I've had with me for a little while. My daughter, my 12-year-old daughter, Cassidy, um, she has a new comic that she wrote and drew the whole thing, about 20-some pages, pretty dense comic. Uh, yeah. I have that. She has sold a few of those. But other than that, just same yeah. comics I've had for a while. Uh, Shannon Smith is Addicted to Distraction is a comic mini comic series that I kind of do when I have enough pages to put together a new one. <laughs> yeah. So I've got a couple of those and then just the original art from all the comics and sketches, commissions, whatever, whatever anybody wants. So the Uber balloon thing, what's, uh, what's the story behind that? Um, I love them a lot. It feels like it kind of spun out of the whole uh, Peter Speed- Speederman thing. It similar like- idea, similar idea. Like I always have these ideas for just like what fictional characters would be thinking um, <laughs> just at any random moment. And, and my thinking is that they're thinking the same thing we all think. <laughs> and, I, and my theory is that that same thing that we all think is usually something really stupid. <laughs> I, I, I'm pretty confident. I've never read anyone else's mind. But I'm pretty confident just on my own research of having been inside my body for my entire life and knowing that at any given moment, any thought going through my head is stupid. <laughs> so I'm thinking it must be the same for everyone else, right? So anyways, it's just like taking any of these fictional characters and just whatever random dumb thought would be in their head at that moment. And then another side of it, too, was like like Marvel and DC Comics, they don't use thought balloons. Yeah. They don't use them at all like anymore. It's been years since they've used thought balloons. So I just feel like if they're not using them, I'll use them. I'll, I'll just so if, like if 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 what these characters is are thinking doesn't matter to Marvel and DC and all the other publishers anymore, then I'll just use those thoughts. I'll use them. I'll put them in my little comics since they don't care about them anymore. And and I'm sure they will probably never sue me for that. <laughs> Probably not. They will probably never send a cease and desist letter. (laughs) I'm confident because 
parody. <laughs> uh, yeah. So what is, what's your plan for those? You're just going to do them as you enjoy, as you, they come to mind, and just post yeah, them yeah. As, as they happen? The plan is five a week. Oh, yeah? Monday through Friday. But I haven't delivered on that plan <laughs> uh, so far. Yeah. I did for a few weeks, but um, I don't have a lot of time yeah. to... Uh, I've got uh, several more drawn. I've got, like, several more weeks' worth drawn. I just have to sit down at the computer yeah. And uh, do the computer magic part and put them into the interwebs. <laughs> I, can't, I can't draw them on the interwebs. I got to like yeah. draw them. And then uh, me and the interwebs got to get together through technology. <laughs> and that's, that's the challenge. We're just, you know, sitting down and doing them. The first 20 or so I did, you know, I colored them all like at once, like in a day. Yeah. So it's just a matter of blocking out some time to... Uh, I just got to get a routine, and then uh, hopefully I can keep putting up five a week. And, and that's also part of the point of why I'm doing it. It's not so much an um, idea, like, concept-wise, or, like, even I think this will be funny, or, or, like, what I'd like to do in a webcomic. It's more like, what can I do five times a week? Yeah. And I can do, like, one panel five times a week, <laughs> and I could draw, like, one person talking five times a week and one thought balloon. I can do that. <laughs> so it's almost more just like what I can do more yeah. than it is what I want to do. Because <laughs> if I wanted to, if it was what I want to do, you know, it would just be ridiculous, insane, <laughs> crazy, complex nonsense that I don't have time to draw. Do you I can draw Animal Man, <laughs> one, one Animal Man drawing a day. What so. <laughs> what uh do you come up with like the internal monologues first or do you kind of draw it and then look at it and think about what he's thinking? Uh it's the it's the thought first. Yeah. It's the thought first. Yeah. And um do you have like a notebook of different thoughts? Yeah. Written down? Yeah. Well, and it, I did I did when I knocked out like the first 20. I just yeah. brainstormed a bunch of like thoughts. Yeah. And then sort of like thought who would this go with? And then sometimes it's just a, a matter of like having like an image in your head, or just like, I feel like drawing Captain America. Like in this moment, I feel like drawing Captain America. So what's going on in that head? What's going on behind that big A on his forehead? <laughs> and so sometimes the image comes first, but usually it's the, um, usually it's the thought balloon that comes first, and then I match it to, um, you know, the character. Yeah. I mean, and a lot of them, like I said, like sort of the point is that anybody could be thinking those things. Yeah. So some of them are non-specific. Some of them are kind of specific, like um, I don't know, like Aquaman being mad about somebody eating fish. <laughs> That's kind of Aquaman specific. Yeah. But we all get mad when somebody microwaves fish. <laughs> like we all. That it's makes whole the room smell. And yeah. It's, yeah. No, nobody likes everything that. you put in the microwave from that point on tastes like fish. And... Yeah. You don't want to walk into the <laughs> Hall of Justice. <laughs> And smell microwave fish. You just don't. That's bad news. So, what uh, what did you pick up here at RobCon? I you went out there a I few did. times. I got Jeremy Massey's uh, latest mini comic. Yeah. Which I'd actually already read um, <laughs> online, but I still wanted yeah, to, was, uh, to own it. Uh, yeah, it's like part two. It's called of, uh, uh, Yeah, All My Ghosts. Yeah. It's really good. Yeah, I, got, I read that online too. He's a great cartoonist. Yeah. He works with uh, um, Matthew Smith. Yeah. And they have the Bee Sting graphic novel, which has a short film coming out. 
both good guys. So I looked at their stuff. I got a graphic novel off of uh, Rico. Oh, yeah? The uh, Psychic FB whatever, FB oh. something. Yeah, the One of the letters stands for Psychic the something. FBP, FBP, the Physics. Yeah. I got that. Zero. Because I don't really live in a place that has a, a comic right. shops. Yeah. So I've wanted to check that out for a long it's time. It's really good. And um, <laughs> so he had it, so I bought it because shops I have don't uh, you know they just have like Avengers and stuff and yeah. Batman. <laughs> um, so that was cool. And I got like a I got a DC showcase collection for like five bucks. <laughs> yeah. I got uh I mean that's what I look for for the most part at conventions is like the most page count for least dollar and that's usually um like Marvel Essentials collections and DC Showcase Essential uh, collections. Yeah. And we bought toys. My <laughs> daughters bought toys, Minecraft <laughs> stuff. Doctor Who stuff. Are you yeah. going to open that Doctor Who? Sometime? Okay, good. Yeah. Toys are meant to be played with. We open them. <laughs> we open them. We play. Good. We play. It makes me sad when people don't open toys. I didn't open them until I had kids. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and, yeah. I have an enormous Star Wars collection. And um, eventually all of my Princess Leia action figures got opened. <laughs> I know. That's I had what a, happens. I had a friend who um, he had, like, uh, I guess... During the prequel era, when they were just like Star Wars toys, like lines were crazy. Um, he had every line, every Star Wars toys that came out, he bought it. Exclusives, all sorts of stuff. And he had them all penned up around his room. I mean, this is like, you know, it's like, what, a uh, 28-year-old man. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly, <laughs> and, uh, that's exactly and what They're I all had. in package, all penned up around. And he actually, um, I guess one day he just decided that it was maybe a waste of money. <laughs> yeah. And Christmas was around, and he needed, he wanted to buy gifts for everybody. He took every single one that he had to Walmart and returned them for store credit, like the day after Christmas. So he had like four trash bags of Star Wars toys that he just returned to Walmart and, and got them? store That's credit insane. and bought Christmas presents with it. That's a good strategy if you can do it, but... Oh, man. Yeah. I can't believe Walmart went for it. Oh, they'll take anything. I feel bad for the Walmart. <laughs> oh, man. That's what he said. It was the day after Christmas when he did it, and it was just a line of people returning stuff, and he came in with, like, three or four bags, trash bags of yeah. Star Wars stuff. But yeah, he had, like, everything. I, I still have a ridiculous amount, but it's, you know, <laughs> when you have kids, it goes in the basement. Yeah. Yeah, we have, uh, we have a few Your display room becomes a baby room. <laughs> Your display room gets paint, painted pink. <laughs> And your crib goes in. Han Solo leaves. Millennium Falcon leaves. Crib goes in. And then yep. they find them in the basement years later, and then they're like, what are these? Yeah, and then, yeah. And then Polly Pocket is riding around in a land speeder. And Cinderella and Snow White are flying the Millennium Falcon. That's what happens. Riding on the back of a Rancor. Yeah. That's what happens. It's chaos. Well, cool. It's chaos. Well, uh, thank you, Shannon. What's your uh, website? You have like seven of them, right? Yep. ShannonSmith.net is uh, like the probably the main hub. Yeah. Uber Balloon is its own thing. Just UberBalloon.com. What else? ShannonSmithComics.com. And I'm on Twitter at Shannon underscore Smith. Any, if, if I do a thing. Yeah. If I do a thing worth knowing about, I'll link <laughs> it on Twitter. Yeah. And I'll also talk about stuff that has absolutely no merit and value on twitter that's what twitter is what's your twitter handle at shannon underscore smith okay 
Some and other then, person already has Shannon Smith. <laughs> they beat me. And your uh, your file under other. Yeah, file under other is where I write about other people's comics. Yeah. File under other. Well, file under other dot net. I review mini comics. Um, originally, file under other. I started it with the intention of it being a mini comics review site. Yeah. But since then, it's just become like any comic that I feel like talking about. <laughs> uh, or just anything comic related I feel like talking about. Comic news. Just, just whatever. And occasionally whatever you time. do your uh, parade of link, Pareto links. Yeah, the which, Pareto links. Yeah. Which I love reading. Yeah, I need to get back at Seems that. Seems like it probably takes a lot of time to do. Yeah. Depends. Yeah, 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 yeah. I, uh, I sort of write that on the fly like as things happen yeah but the hard part is sitting down and editing it because i don't know if if one of those posts has 25 links in it yeah before i sat down and edited it it probably had 75 (laughs) you know what i mean like i just like i copy and paste everything in my like oh this is cool this is cool that i I keep posting pasting uh everything in there and then when i gotta play editor <laughs> it, it, that is it is it is tedious and kind of hard and that's why i haven't done it in a while um but i'll get back to it i yeah. want to do that like i've been still collecting, collecting the links. links like i've got the posts fired up and blogger ready to launch <laughs> if i just ever sit down and edit them well i love sharing those on the uh, dollar bin fantastic comic book discussion group so i appreciate it because <laughs> they're a pleasure to read Thank you, Shannon, for making me uh, smile uh, when times are hard. That is why <laughs> I am here, I guess. You're welcome. And uh, I guess enjoy what is becoming a very quiet RobCon. Yeah, we're about, about done. I kind of like the show's hours, like 9 to 5.30. Mm-hmm. That's good. That's yeah. good. Get out. Get out. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Cool. Once the cost, once the costume contest is over, people are like we out. We have seen, we have seen Jabba the Hutt and Grimlock. <laughs> oh, that Grimlock, Grimlock was, was something else, and it transformed. I, I, I couldn't, I know, I couldn't get a good picture of it. We were back here, so yeah. I didn't really get a good picture. I, I got but. a picture kind of from behind, but yeah. I'll have to. That I'll be looking for that on yeah, that was Facebook a cool one. tonight. Cause yeah, when he transformed, uh, I was blown away. It was oh, yeah. pretty awesome. Yeah, it's cool. Well, I guess I'm going to go check with the other uh, Smith family. Cool. And see how uh, Matt Smith is doing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. My, my nephew. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're sisters. Yeah. I don't know. We could be related. I don't know. Thanks, Shannon. Thanks. So it was interesting for me when I was interviewing Shannon because, you know, Sean and I, we don't have kids or anything and, uh, you know, whatever. But, um, <laughs> but, <Okay>. uh, <laughs> so it's, it's interesting to see, uh, kind of like the, the parent kid interaction, which I like to watch without having to deal with the stresses of, <laughs> so, yeah. so I'm cool with it, <laughs> but, uh, it's fun. Like as I'm interviewing Shannon, I was actually thinking it's like, it's like, you know, Cassidy's there and I'm interviewing Shannon and I wonder, it's like, you know, what is What's her point of view? I should have asked her. It's like, you know, what do you think of, like, your dad doing comics and coming to these shows and taking new shows? And your dad's being interviewed right now, you know? Like, there's people that are familiar with his stuff and, like, appreciate it. And, you know, he's somebody who people listen to, like, who want to hear. Like, I wonder as a kid how that feels, you know? Yeah. So I didn't really ask her. I was kind of curious. As I was interviewing her, I was or interviewing Shannon, I was gauging. It's like... What is she thinking as he answers this question? What does she think about that question? Is she answering the question in her head as well? Maybe I, was, I do that yeah, too much. I was watching. Oh no, I was watching her reaction okay. too, and I was trying to see like what she was laughing at. Yeah, because 
I mean, Shannon's a pretty funny guy. Yeah. <laughs> so I was seeing what jokes like she was chuckling at. And then a lot of it was like just playing Minecraft. <laughs> but they went around and bought some cool stuff too and had fun. And that's that's great. I got I love love I got to hang out with them because you know, I get to see Shannon some at Fluke and I get to see Shannon at Heroes, but man, Heroes is so hustle and bustle. Mm-hmm. And sometimes it's really hard to get a chance to hang out with people. Yeah. So it was cool to just really just get a chance to talk to Shannon. Yeah. And you got a blind sketch from Shannon and yeah. Cassidy yeah. and Alana. I did. I got a I got a blind sketches from the whole Shannon Smith family. You'll uh we'll get a theme developing a little bit later. <laughs> Ooh. We'll get into that in a little foreshadowing. bit. Foreshadowing. Yeah, foreshadowing. After after we talked to the Smiths, the Shannon Smiths, we were going to go get that corn dog for Sean. Yeah. And on our journey to the corn dog, we actually briefly ran into Andy Runton, mm-hmm. who was um, not at a table and he was walking by and we were going to get the corn dog and Sean was about to pass out. And we we're like, hey, Andy, it's great to see you. We got to go get a corn dog. Yeah. And then we took three more steps and ran into Matthew D. Smith and Jeremy Massey and Matthew and Matt Smith's family. <laughs> so we ended up talking to them for a little bit too, right? Yeah. Is that the order of things, I think? Or I think for a little there? bit. And then I think we're like, hey. And then we got, we'll be back. Yeah. We got to get a corn dog. Yeah. So we talked to them a little bit. Went and got the corn dog. Came back. Andy again was not at his table. We well, no. What we did is we got the corn dog and yeah. we sat for a while so I could eat my corn. Oh, dog. we watched from above. Yeah, and we watched the crowd. And that's where we saw um, battle babies. I thought you saw them when you came in. I thought we saw them when we were looking down at the crowd. No, they were um, talking to Rico, and I saw them when we were talking to no Shannon. One. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh, I thought that was. And then okay. they left like right then. Okay, that's yeah. when they were going. But yeah, we looked down at the crowd. A lot of vendors, a lot of dealers I'd never seen because it's completely different regional. I mean, de- like, yeah, there's a lot of different people. I mean, there were a few of the same kind of, the same dealers that we see. Mm-hmm. Purgatory Comics, Grant Merrill. There were a lot of other ones. Like, I don't know who I bought things from. Like, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I don't yeah, remember. They were, they were new. Yeah. They were different. And mm-hmm. so, yeah, then we walked the floor. Mm-hmm. Up and down and up and down and around. <laughs> and up and down and around. Yeah. And then we stood for a while. And then then we went and talked to Jeremy Massey and Matt Smith for a little bit, Maybe. pretty sure. Yes. Okay. We're going to say we did. Sure, because it doesn't really matter. Because they were doing some panels, too. They yes, had, they, had like, they had a horror comics panel, panel. Where they talked about their um, Beasting, which is the book that they did together that is being adapted into a movie. So, uh, yeah, it was cool hanging out with him, Xavier. And again, I don't know his other... You Christopher. Know, man, you know everybody's name, Sean. You're way better at this. Than yeah. I, <laughs> I saw them write it. Oh, yeah, I guess I could have checked my yeah. blind sketchbook mm-hmm. because I got blind sketches from Matt Smith, Xavier Smith, and Christopher Smith. Yep. So that brings... For those of you playing at home. For, for, the, for those of you playing, playing at home. Playing the home version. That is six Smith sketches in one weekend, one day at one, one show. One day, yeah. Sketches from six different Smiths. Shannon did, what, a rocket raccoon? And... yeah. Then Cassie drew herself. Yeah. And then Alana did a Minecraft something or other. And I haven't labeled those in my blind sketchbook yet. I have to hunt those down. And I think and all of Matt Smith's family. Oh, she did a, a Dalek. A, oh, yeah, that's right. She did a Dalek. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. And then all of Matt Smith's family did Batmans. Yeah, they all did Batman. <laughs> and Jeremy Massey did a sketch, too. Yes, I got He did one. a blind sketch. Yeah, of himself. In a Batman t-shirt. In a Batman t-shirt, yeah. It's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then uh, Cassidy did herself mm-hmm. as well. So got blind sketches from those guys and from Matt Smith, but not Jeremy Massey because I actually 
didn't get a chance, although I did get a commission from Jeremy Massey because he was doing $10, $5, $10, watercolors. Mm -hmm. So I got a watercolor commission from Jeremy Massey. And while he was working on that, I got an interview from Matt Smith. And I will play that now. I'm here with... Wait, oh, Shannon Smith earlier. Now I'm here with Matthew D. Smith. No who relation. I refer to as Matt. Yes. I don't know. No one ever told me to call you Matt, but that's just what I decided I'm calling that's you. That's what a lot of people do. That's okay. what Jeremy does. So that's yeah, okay. maybe I got it from Jeremy. <laughs> yeah, Jeremy, Jeremy calls me unmentionable, unmentionable things. <laughs> so, um, Matt. Yes. <laughs> How was RobCon? It was pretty good. It was pretty good. I had a lot of fun and sold some books and sold some sketches. And Jeremy and I did a, a horror panel with some of the Walking Dead zombies. Yeah. And No, it was good. It was a lot of fun. The show is always a lot of fun. I've done it like four or five years in a row now. And This is like I, an eight-hour drive for you. Yeah, it was like six and a half, seven. <laughs> but, but the thing is, in, the, in five years, I've lived in four different cities. Yeah. So it's not, it's not always this far. So... Uh, but yeah, no, no, I, I like coming to the show, and I always do pretty well here. And I like, and I've, um, I know a lot of the local people now that I've done it so many times. So yeah, it's fun to do it. I don't mind the drive so much. So, yeah. yeah, I'm guessing Jeremy's. Uh, we'll interview Jeremy later, but I'm guessing yeah. he's not that far from here. No, 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 he's like like an hour. Yeah, yeah a we'll get to less. that. Yeah, we'll get to that later. Yeah. Spoiler: Jeremy's yeah, an hour yeah. away. Oh no, <laughs> you gave it away. Sorry. Samuel Jackson's going to interview him and stuff. Come in as Nick Fury. <laughs> um. So so what did you bring here to RobCon today? I brought, of course, Blood Drench Creature Double Feature, which has Beasting in it, and mm-hmm. hyping that up because the movie's coming out pretty soon. Soon and to be a major motion Yes, and we're going to be showing it film. all kind of places. <laughs> yes, a major motion <laughs> independent, independent film. Yes. <laughs> yeah, so we were hyping that up, of course, because yeah. we'll be all wrapped with that. Probably have the DVDs available in October and stuff, so... Cool, and, uh, like for the, like the Kickstarter people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know I'm waiting on mine. Yes, you know, yes, I, I know. We, I, you know, I backed the Kickstarter, so yes, I'm expecting I, everything immediately. I know, I know. And originally yeah, like, we were we were gonna have this stuff done like <laughs> sooner, but we uh, we hit a few spots where I got distracted. I'm sorry. Shannon Smith yes, walked up with toys. Got toys. Yeah. I, know. I just interviewed Shannon. He has to come over here and crash this one. <laughs> he walks up with toys, and I can't handle that. Sweet. No, I've actually I have a Kickstarter I've been waiting on for a year and a half now. Oh, so. okay. Well, mine will You're only fine, be like man. maybe two months late. Okay, <laughs> so late. maybe, but yeah. So I, I'm going to post an update about all that, letting everybody know when it, everything should be sent out. But it was because we were filming some extra scenes, and one of the actresses was out of the country, so we were waiting for her oh, to get yeah, back. That so happens. yeah, especially on those uh, very low pay independent films. Yeah, yeah, and, and got got these you know diva actresses. So, no, I'm just kidding. Sorry, Elizabeth. Sorry. So. Um, so but also, I brought Simon Says yes. graphic novel, yeah. um, which I finished up. I had that at Heroes Con, so uh, but I, I had that here because that collects the whole nine issue series with uh, um, a bonus story by Henry Udy and all kind of extra stuff. With uh, Matt Fraction wrote an intro and Christian Lane wrote a, <laughs> an afterword for it. So, so what? Uh, tell us a little about the Simon Says. It's just uh, it's a bunch of different artists that you've worked with. Yeah, yeah. It's, tell the story. It's um it's set in the nineties mm-hmm. and it's kind of like a coming of age type story. Um, think like Freaks and Geeks set nineties. You know, <laughs> and it's told from the point of view of the main character years later, okay. Simon, obviously. And um, it's about basically a, uh, a band's coming to their hometown to play a show, and they're all trying to score tickets to this concert. And it's about 
the events of that night kind of affect their lives, their lives, sorry, in good and bad ways over the next <laughs> year. Yeah. So there's a lot of humor, a lot of drama in it, of course, and um, it's split up into separate shorter stories that spread out over the year. So I had different artists working on it with me. Yeah. So there's like 22 different artists on the book total. <laughs> so, you know, Alexis Zirit did some stuff, Henry Udy, of course, Jeremy Massey, Rico Renzi, who I'm waving bye to right now because he's leaving. Hey, Rico, can you sign this for me? <laughs> uh, Does anyone have a pen? Here, right here, right here. Right here. Uh, let's see. Who, who else did work on it? Ray Snyder did some work on it. Uh, yeah. Paul Mayberry. Um, a whole bunch of people. So how did you get all these awesome people in this book? Uh, just from... Did they asking? not really? Did they <laughs> not? Did they not know who you were? No, no, no. They thought I was somebody. They 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 heard Matt Smith. They thought I was some Doctor Who guy. <laughs> so they were like, "Oh, this is a Doctor Who comic." Yeah. No, no, no. no. Um, no, it's just from doing conventions for the past so many years. I met a lot of these guys, and I said, "Hey, yeah. I'm working on this comic, and would you mind doing a little bit for me?" And and it all worked out, and I got a lot of different people that I know to help out. Yeah. And it uh, it turned out really well. It's it's very different because it has so many artists on it, you know. But I think. I don't know. I like it a lot. I think it turned out well. I've gotten a good response from it. It's fun. It's fun working on. Cool. And uh, so you're doing these uh, sketch covers things that you... uh, Yeah, yeah. I have a whole... I have like a little spinny rack. arsenal of sketch covers? Yeah. I've been collecting these for a while now, and I I do real quick sketches on them for people. And And uh, so I did a lot of those today, too. Do you yourself regularly draw? I do a little. Uh, I've never been very confident in my artwork, but I'm I'm getting there now, which is why I had so many people work with me on stuff, <laughs> because I can see the way something should look in my head, and I I question whether I can do it. Yeah. But now I'm, I'm I've been drawing a lot more, so I feel more confident. In fact, I'm kicking around an idea, which you're the first person I've told this exclusive. To. Yeah. Of course, I'll post this in like six months. So yeah, you'll, you'll probably <laughs> it, it'll be out by then. Yeah. <laughs> now I'm thinking about working on this new. Uh, this new superhero comic. <laughs> Thanks, Rico. <laughs> See you tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, that's. I know that's. Uh, I got one of those from. Uh, well, I, see, I did the back of that. Of Simon says it yeah. has a yearbook pages in it. Yeah. Of all the creators and the characters, so it looks like a yearbook, and so I did signature autograph pages in the back as well yeah. to kind of go along with it. So <laughs> I even like if you flip to the front of the. Uh, the yearbook section I even did it like I gave it like a yearbook theme and since it's set in the 90s I named the yearbook theme this is how we do it based on that great <laughs> yeah. Montel Jordan song from the 95 <laughs> sing it from Jerry I don't know the words <laughs> I love they play that um, sometimes they're in hockey they'll play that on yes. Fridays yes there yeah, you go I love that so we're at, we're at the game and then when they play it like on Saturday I'm like what no this is not Friday no, it's not that's, Friday night that's wrong yeah, yeah. come on yeah, you're wrong. No, but I, so yes. I'm, I'm getting, I'm, I'm working on my artwork, and I'm, I've. It's going all over. Yeah, place. I know it's it really cool. is. You've listened to the show. <laughs> I'm kicking around an idea it's for like a, a like a, a superhero type comic that I'm going to be working on, and it's it's going to be really weird, bizarre stuff, and I'm going to do the artwork and write it. So I, I hope to have maybe the first issue of that done by Heroes next year. Matthew D. Smith original. Yeah. All, all me, all, all me. you, yeah. all the time. That's right. Live action, baby, one hundred percent. Full frontal nudity. Not, no, not really at all. Sorry. Not in the comic. Just while you're drawing it. Probably. <laughs> but now nobody's gonna read it because that's what they're gonna be thinking of. I'll, I'll have to put like a Benjamin Mara type picture in the back, you know, of me nude sitting at a drawing table with like wolves and 
zebras or Did, something. Uh, Ed Piscor's got a good uh, nude nude at the drawing table picture too. All right. Yeah. 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 Do a Google search, image search for uh, Ed Piscor. It's one of the first ones that comes up. <laughs> <laughs> That's a new thing. That's that was what, a couple of years ago. So maybe it's maybe it's more hip hop family tree at this point. But yeah. uh, somebody's yeah. gonna find that though. Like yeah, uh, Sean's looking for it right now. And it's all hip hop family tree, isn't it? Oh no, there it is. It's oh, like number yeah. ten. Oh yikes! Yeah, it's like all hip hop family tree, and then yeah. bam. There you go, Ed. New, new Good Ed job, man. Man, <laughs> you don't need tidy whities boy. You're all white. That's the truth. <laughs> so yeah, that's great. Yeah, like that's gonna like salt and pepper are gonna be like googling hip hop family <laughs> yeah, tree, and that's gonna so, come up or something. You that's know. What so you know. You saw about like people like uh, from school are like, oh man, like Ed's popular. Let me search him or whatever. And then it's <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, that's that's the the reunion picture. You know, they they'll yeah. post on the his, his high school's Facebook reunion page so uh what'd you pick up at the show i got some prints from rico mm -hmm. i got his uh flash groden print based on his shirt design and, yeah. and all that stuff they did nice. and i also got this scott pilgrim print that he did where he colored all the characters like the x-men i had yeah. to get that i like that a lot and what else did i get uh, i got some books from todd goodman and um uh shannon smith and who else what else did i get i picked up a few things here and there some stuff i'm gonna read I would read on the way home, but I'll be driving. So, nah. but no, no, I, I always pick up stuff from people I know here and there, and yeah. give me some stuff to read, and you know, get, get me geared up to work <laughs> on my next project too. So, just you and the kids today? Yeah, yeah, they came down with me, and of course, they were selling sketches as well. And yeah, how did how they how they do? They did well. They did well. They they were disappointed they didn't do as well as Heroes Con. Well, I mean, because yeah, it's yeah, Heroes Con. Yeah, they it's an my, original art show. Yeah, my youngest son <laughs> Xavier was selling dollar and two dollar sketches at Heroes Con. He made one hundred forty seven dollars <laughs> in in two days. So. <laughs> yeah, so like all the artists who bought tables were like, "Get that kid out of here!" <laughs> so, no, but he they did well today, and he even he started putting a hashtag on the bottom of his drawings yeah. so people can Instagram and and Facebook <laughs> it. It's hashtag Xavier Draws. So, yeah, yeah he, he is man. He's a marketing machine. I saw something. Andy Runton picked up a couple. Yeah, yeah, couple. Andy always does. John Harrison picks up oh, some. John every, Harrison yeah, got some, John. Yeah. He always hits up John first. John always gets several. <laughs> John has like more artwork for my son than i do <laughs> he's like all right john i'll give you first dibs yeah exactly he does he's like he'll come to a show and he's like is that guy gonna be here john i was like i don't know but then as soon as he seems to walk in he he, he jumps on john hey i got some sketches that uh that guardian's print or painting he's doing oh there god that's awesome, awesome. That doctor yeah. who's pretty solid too but yeah i know see he drew me yeah he drew, <laughs> he drew matt the matt yeah. smith doctor who yeah his, his i love his paintings man he's a nice yeah, guy too he is so. he thought that maybe like sean and i have i think we have three or four john harrison juniors now yeah yeah originals yeah awesome. yeah originals yeah. now i have several of his so. prints i don't have any originals yet we have a few of yet. his prints too yeah. But like yeah, I think like at one time he's like, you know, you guys may have my uh, the most art of mine in the southeast. <laughs> so we need to build that up. I think he thinks we have a few more than we actually do. So you can start uh, your so uh, the museum, the John Harrison yeah. Museum. So bye, Are you leaving, Neil? Neil. I was gonna try to come by hey. and interview you if you got some time. If you got a few minutes. Mm, I guess so. Yeah. I can finish up with. Uh, I'll finish up with. Uh, oh, so you riding with it? Okay. Well, we're we're gonna go dinner or something. Okay. All right. Yeah, I'll finish up here and then we'll we'll talk real quick. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Anyway, I'm done with him anyway. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> We've been talking to everybody else this whole interview anyway. So. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so, uh, thanks. And, um, yeah, look forward to seeing the Beast thing. Um, uh, the trailer is on uh, yes. the YouTubes. Yeah, we have a Facebook page. It's facebook.com slash Beasting the Movie. Beasting the so, Movie. Yeah, don't, don't, 
if you see Beasting and it's not the movie, it's like some Australian romantic comedy. And that's not me no. at all. This is so, not. No. No. That's not what this is about. No, no. I think it's Beasting the movie. If, if, yeah, something like that. Something like that. It's, but if it's you, on there somewhere. Or, you know, I'm on Facebook, too. MD Smith Comics. So you can look for me on there. And then you can link to it from my page. I'll throw a link up on the Dollar Ben Fantastic Comic Book Discussion Group. Okay, cool. Yeah, yeah, to yeah. To it. Since uh, it'll be hot in continuity. Yes. Yes, in absolutely. A few, in a few months. Yeah. 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 <laughs> when when the, mov- the movie's on, like, yeah. HBO and stuff. Yeah, too, yeah, yeah. Right? Look for like, Netflix. It's, you're, it's you're already on the theater. You're working DVD. on that Netflix deal yet? Yeah, yeah. It's a Netflix original. No, I'm just kidding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, look forward to it. Uh, it's a great book. So awesome. look forward Thank to seeing you. the movie. Yeah. The movie looks... Uh, Looks like is a little is it a little bit more fleshed out? Yes, yes, the, we we yeah because the graphic no, I mean that story in the graphic novel is yeah. only forty five pages, so yeah. we added a lot more stuff. We added more stuff with uh, the camp, the head Back camp counselor stuff. Harvey. Yeah, and there's yeah there's a lot more. There's more deaths. <laughs> <laughs> yes, there, there's uh, more dialogue and stuff. So yeah, we had to add more to make it a little longer. Yeah. So there's uh, you know it's kind of like uh, you know like fans of The Walking Dead. It's not like the comic. Yeah. <laughs> it, it's a little bit, but. There's more to it. Cool. Well, thanks, Matt. Uh, Thank you. We'll catch you, I'm sure, sure, sometime. Yeah, I'm doing like seven more conventions this year, so. Yeah. Yeah. This year? Yeah. Like like up through July? Yeah, I'm doing like. That was a little bit ago. Up through December. Between now and November. Where Um, Where are you going, Matt? Let's see. Where are you going to be? This is August. Next month, I'm doing um, uh, Cincy Comic Con in Cincinnati. Yeah. I'm doing. Florence Comic Con. Yeah, I wanted to get out to that, but we're not gonna be able to make it. Yeah, and then I'm doing after that. I'm doing Nashville Comics Expo. Yeah, we'll so I'm doing three in September. We'll, I think we'll make it up to Asheville Comics yeah. Expo. I'll be there, and then yeah. uh, I'm Probably doing this new show in uh, Tennessee, the uh, Cleveland Geekster. Okay. Cleveland, uh, Tennessee, and then in uh, November I'm doing the NC Comic Con in Durham. Okay, cool. So, yeah. So, yeah, we haven't made it in the NC Comic Con yet. I've never been yet either, but I've heard good things, and yeah. I know some of the people that do it, so I was like, it's always so close to Thanksgiving, I never get a chance to do it, so yeah. I, I figured I'd try it this year. So Cool. Well, thanks, Matt, and we'll yeah, uh, catch you. you probably, I guess, at Ace. Yeah, I'll be there. See you then. Yeah. All right, great. Thank Bye you. Then. Bye, <laughs> So, in the interview, you mentioned a spoiler alert, but then you didn't get the interview <laughs> with Jeremy Massey. Yeah. Hey, guys, the spoiler alert is... Um, Jeremy Massey lives like an hour away. <laughs> spoiler alert. That was the spoiler. Good thing that, it's a good thing that I didn't interview Jeremy because we would have just been uh, retreading old ground. <laughs> Maybe. You could. You guys could have come up with new stuff. You could have talked about <laughs> Guardians of, of the Galaxy. Of course we could have. Speaking of which, we saw Guardians of the Galaxy on Friday. That movie's really good. If you haven't seen it yet, you should go see go it. Go see it. But chances are you've already seen it because it made like a bajillion dollars. I'm going to convince Sean to go see it again, actually. In 3D, right? In 3D. Yeah, we'll do it. Because I don't generally like 3D movies. I don't gen- I'd don't. i rather just watch the movie than... It's, it's distracting and yeah. it hurts my eyes and I have glasses and it's difficult. Yeah, I've only seen one 3D movie, Sean. I think you've seen one also, right? I've seen two. Two? Oh, yeah, because you went and saw I saw Star, Star Trek, Trek in 3D. Which is a terrible movie. But it was all right. <laughs> and we into the darkness to be to be more specific. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And and we saw um R.I.P.D. for free. Yeah, and that's the only one I'd been to is R.I.P.D. Which was not bad. It was not not as bad as I thought it would be. It's uh, the 3D. <laughs> and the movie was was pretty bad. Um, it was entertaining <laughs> enough. No, it was I wouldn't go enough. hunt it out or anything. No, but we saw it for free, and mm-hmm. and I don't feel like I it. wasted my time. No, yeah. no. 
But anyway, we, I'm sure we already reviewed that at one time. So I digress. Yeah, we digress. Again. So what the hell are we talking about? <laughs> That's a really good question. Jeremy oh, Massey. Jeremy Massey. Did interview him. Yeah, anyway. Yeah. Gardens Galaxy. Gardens of the Galaxy. Really good. good. Movie. You should go see it. We're going to go see it again. John Harrison did a Rocket Raccoon and Groot yeah, at RobCon. It sold before I got to really get a good look at it. It was really good. Probably a good thing I didn't get a good look at it. I might yeah. have bought it. He also did a Matt Smith, but not the Matt Smith that we talked to. The <laughs> Doctor Who Matt Smith. The other Matt Smith. Yeah. <laughs> the other Matt Smith, as uh, he is referred to. And then uh, we mentioned Andy Rutten. Yeah, so, and we talked to Andy and Andy's and mom, mom for a long time about all sorts of things. Recycling. All sorts of things. Being vegetarian. Mm-hmm. I hear she's going to give me Life. a recipe oh, yeah, we need for to... barbecued seating, maybe? Yeah, we've got some backstory on some inspiration for some alley stories. Yeah. Did you email Andy about that? Yeah, I did, actually. Good, good. Yeah. Yeah, so lots of good lots of good talks with Andy and had a lot of fun with him as well. He's got some new prints coming out. That he's working on. He had those new prints, the Baby Alley, and a couple. Those things. are older. Get it right out. Yeah. Why don't we have those? Um, I because I always think that we do have them, and I feel like we might. Mm-hmm. And so I'm scared to buy them if we already have them. Yeah. But we can always give them. Money. Like, oh no, like as as baby gifts or something. If we already have them. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we I feel I. We need to look and see. Anyways, that is not a conversation for the world to <laughs> listen to about whether or not we have baby alley prints. We have all the other yeah. alley prints. Now, one thing that happened with Andy Runt is I got a blind sketch from him as well. It was so much fun to watch. So much fun to watch. Here's the thing. Janet Smith, Andy Runt, blows my mind. First time I believe that this has happened, and they both did it in the same day. Brush pen. Let me just say that when you have your eyes closed and you're using a brush pen, it doesn't really work. Because brush pens, you can't feel if it's hitting the page. <laughs> yeah, brush yeah. pen. Not the best approach for blind sketches. No, this... unless your goal is to challenge yourself. Challenge yourself. Both of them, both of them, as soon as the brush hit the page, they're like, I don't know if I'm touching the page or not. <laughs> they both did the same thing. Yeah. It's hilarious. I loved it. That's the first people that have tried a brush pen. <laughs> I've had some paint. Like, you know, Schweitzer did some watercolor on his. And uh, and so, but yeah, brush pen did not. No, no other brush pens. <laughs> a lot of people go straight to the Sharpie. You can really tell what you're touching with the Sharpie. Yeah, and you can almost even hear it. Too. Yeah, we've had, I guess uh, Joe Lambert had a, kind of a fountain pen. Yeah. Is that what that was? And then that. The and it kind of cut out the, because yeah. fountain pens, it's very specific too. How you got the angle and all that stuff. Yeah. Fountain tip pen. I don't know. What the, I don't know a lot about the the tools of the trade. <laughs> we got a couple scavengers. Mm-hmm. A couple. Yeah, actually, some some, some solid scavengers. Yeah, we got Matthew D. Smith's name mm-hmm. placard. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, "Hey, Matt, are you gonna are you gonna keep that?" He's like, "No, you can have it. I know you uh you do that <laughs> that thing that thing that, that you thing do. that you do." I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we do. So we got that. And we got a Stardust postcard. Mm-hmm. Apparently, I think Charles Vest was giving stuff away. Yeah, I don't said, know. We free, please take one. Yeah, and I was like, oh man, maybe it was just a postcard. Hopefully, and we got one yeah. that actually is written on the back, free, please take one. Yeah, which is better so we... than just having a regular one, if you ask me. Uh, yeah, definitely. <laughs> I really like Charles Vest. I really do too. I don't. I've never talked to him. He's one of those like, man. I don't know. I don't even know where to start with. Charles I don't Vest. either. That's... Very intimidated. I don't. Yeah. And I'm trying to decide if it's intimidation or just like overwhelming, I don't know. Respect. Well, no. And then you don't know just, what to say to yeah, him? Yeah, just there's a, like, where do you start? Yeah. That's the kind of thing. Hi. 
maybe. That's maybe a good high. place to start. Yeah. Or hello. Yes. Or, Howdy. I enjoy your work. You paint pretty. <laughs> Gotta start somewhere. Yes. What else is there to say about RobCon? We had fun. We did have fun. It was, I think it was worth a trip. Yeah, it was fun to hang out and just kind of watch things and experience something new. Yeah, in a completely different area. Yeah. And just see the different vendors and dealers and offerings. Yeah. It's good to see some fresh blood. Buy some stuff that um, we don't normally see. Yeah, like random G.I. Joe's. Yeah. Oh, and also, uh, I actually, <laughs> not only did I get the uh, commission from Jeremy Massey, I also got his second All My Ghosts, which is mm-hmm. a book that he does. I actually bought it originally digitally. I think it came out it was on Comixology. Oh, okay. I got it on Comixology, and then uh, I got the physical copy from him there as well. So you can find that on Comixology, or you can probably buy it from him online. Yeah. Somewhere, Jeremy Massey. So all my ghosts, it's it's on Comicsology. You can just do a search for all my ghosts, and it'll come up. That's how I think I found it. I knew it was on there, but that's how I came across it. I like Jeremy stuff. Mm-hmm. I like Jeremy stuff, stuff a lot. His Deadbeat is so good. I really wish it got a little bit more recognition. Yeah, I really like Deadbeat. Um, a lot of his other stuff I like too. But yeah, Deadbeat was really cool. Uh, and then also I picked up uh, the Simon Says collection from Matthew D. Smith, aka Matt. That was a good interlude. Yeah, because the next day we went to Charlotte for Charlotte Comic-Con. Yes. And that's run by Rick Fortenberry, good friend of the Dollar Ben. Mm-hmm. Never interviewed him, but he's really interesting to talk to. He's a really nice guy. And Dave Henson. Yes, from Dave's Comics. Dave's Comics. Fort Mill, South Carolina. Yeah, and uh, so that's run by them. This is the first time, as Sean said, we've been in, in years. And yeah, it's, we're, it's an, uh, huge. Huge. In- indeterminate amount of time <laughs> yeah because we honestly just don't remember yeah. but i know for sure that the last time i went was at the crown plaza hotel in downtown charlotte yes well it's moved to the crown plaza hotel off of highway 77 mm-hmm. which i did not know it moved until rico mentioned something about it moving i was like <laughs> i had no idea because <laughs> i saw we ground plaza <laughs> and i just would have showed up to the other one yeah and i would have been so glad Rico said something. Yeah, that would have been that would have not been fun. Yeah, very glad, especially with the cosplay costumes we were wearing. We would have really stood out. Yeah, we weren't really wearing costumes. No, we didn't. there were a lot of cosplayers. So it is the closest I've ever come to actually punching a cosplayer. <laughs> just like a whole melee. Uh, this is the closest I've ever come to just in a, just a melee of just cosplayer parts and pieces. All over a building. They they do a parade. Oh, boy. And they go through the dealer rooms. Mm-hmm. And the dealer rooms are a little, you know, they're a little Crowded, tight. A little tight. Yeah, there's a lot of people. Mm-hmm. There are like, what, yeah. 1,700 people there? Mm-hmm. Which is a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And they, they did a parade through the aisles. And it's um, a little distracting. In and out of the rooms. I was ran out to my car to get something. Coming back in. I couldn't get by because there was a parade of cosplayers going in and out of the door with a bunch of people with cameras that I almost just shoved out of the way because I was standing there for like 10 minutes and it was hot and I just wanted to get back in the room. It was almost just chaos of <laughs> cosplay bits everywhere. But we, we made it through. Yeah. It wasn't that bad. I got through it. I got through it. Wasn't that bad. I got through it. You were in the room. I was so was just standing there doing nothing, waiting. Yeah, it, it was super crowded i had a hard time digging through toys because anytime i'd go to a box mm. i'd get uh somebody jostled yeah somebody wanted to get in that box too and 
usually it was kids. So <laughs> I, I, you know, would give up my box or let the kids look through yes. it. It was like, hey, you want to look? You want to dig together? You're like, come on. Yep. You know. So we got in there. Uh, first people we talked to were uh, Heather and Seth. Mm-hmm. They were at the Heroes Are Hard to Find booth mm-hmm. with Shelton. And Alinda was there too. Mm-hmm. And uh, we talked to them for a little bit. Did a rounds. Went around. Uh, Brandon Paget ran into us while we were stopping by uh, Sam Finley. Hey Kids Comics. And uh, Sam wears that shirt. God, I love that. I made Sam a Hey Kids Comics shirt. And he wears it. Daggone every daggone time I see him <laughs> in a show. And I love that, man. That's, that really, really means a lot to me. <laughs> <laughs> wish it was an easier shirt to make. I'd, I'd have made a ton of them. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's not easier for me to make. <laughs> uh, I, I've got some things I'll do better next time. I think I can make it more efficient. Anyway, stop by there. He had lots of toys and comics and stuff like that, as he normally does. I continued around. Sean stopped and looked at some things for a little bit. I actually went over and talked to Hurt, and uh, we also ran into Andy Smith. Andy Smith, who I talked to about getting a blind sketch, and, and his daughter. Courtney. Courtney Smith. So, boom. Charlotte Comic-Con. Two more Smiths added to the blind sketchbook. And for those of you playing at home, that would bring the grand total up to eight. Eight. Eight sketches from eight different Smiths. Two states. Two different shows. One weekend. Has to be a record. Someone call Guinness. Someone get me a Guinness. I don't drink, though. Someone give Sean a Guinness. I'm good. (laughs) I don't want a Guinness. Good. (laughs) So, um, yes, that happened. Mm -hmm. That happened. Mm -hmm. Uh, Talked to Brandon Paget, who I already have a blind sketch from. Talked to Herc, who I already have a blind sketch from. Talked to Bridget Scheide, who I already have a blind sketch from. Dude, Bridget, Bridget did a print. It's Wiley Cody. Bridget Connell. Yeah, Bridget Connell. Wiley Cody and the Roadrunner, and it's super cool because they're people, and Wiley Cody's a lady. And Roadrunner's a boy. It's really cool. What's it called when you turn an animal into a person? Unanthropomorphize. <laughs> Antipromorphize. Humanize. <laughs> Humanize. I, I have no idea. But it was really cool. I yeah. didn't get it. She had to tell me. And I was like, oh, man. And we talked to Bud Root mm-hmm. and Eric Thrower I didn't and get Roy to talk Thrower. to Bud Root as much as I wanted to. I got to talk to Bud for a while. Yeah, I said hi to him and then he was gone. We did get there really late. Yeah, we got there toward like one thirty and past halfway closes point. Right? Closes at four. Yeah, we saw Kayla. Yep, Kayla was there with her her thing. And I'm guessing if I ever posted it, you heard my interview with Kayla in the MonsterCon show. If not, I'm sure I've posted it by now because I'm posting these chronologically. So go back and listen to that if you haven't. There's a really cool interview with Kayla. Yeah, she's mm-hmm. good people. Kayla's good people. What yep. else did we see? I I bought another GI Joe. I bought a GI Joe from. Hey, Kids Comics, Sam Finley. Uh-huh. It's a dude, and he has a ponytail. Yeah. And I, he's got, like, pink trunks and no shirt. So mm-hmm. I was like, he's like Shawn Michaels, and that's why I bought him. <laughs> <laughs> that was my rationale. Yeah. Okay. And he's also part of the, you know, early 90s weird color scheme, JoJo's mm-hmm. that <laughs> I'm now collecting. Yeah. I also bought a ridiculous toy from Mitch Little. It's, um... Oh, shoot. Gildor from Masters of the Universe. I think that's his name. He was dirty, gross, dirty. But I scrubbed him with a toothbrush and some soap. And he looks a little bit better. But he's missing his key. So if anybody out there has an extra key, I will take it. Yes, Gildor. Gildor? Mm -hmm. Okay. 
<laughs> I knew I was close. I can't remember his name. He's Orko. I mean, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, I I really like him. He's going to go to work with me. Mm-hmm. He's going to be beside my, my uh, Teddy Roosevelt sparkle dinosaur <laughs> <laughs> or glitter dinosaur. Yeah. I don't know. And eventually I'm just going to get a bunch of toys and one day somebody's going to notice them, right? Because nobody <laughs> said anything about my dinosaur. Like nobody. Nobody comes in my office though. So... I don't know. But yeah, no, he's super cool. I like him. He is dirty and gross, but I like him. And I also got a (laughs) Snuffleupagus holding a beach ball with a beach towel. Because why not? Because why not? That was my rationale. Because why not? Yeah. There are a lot of toys. I had a lot of fun looking at toys this weekend. I tried to dig through some comics, but, you know, I mean, I bought a couple. I have so many. Mm -hmm. And so many that I haven't read. Mm -hmm. And so many that... I'm never gonna read. <laughs> yeah. Now, nah, one day when I have magical time <laughs> to catch up on the comics that are sitting by my nightstand, the day that we're just like, I'm not buying new comics anymore. I'm gonna read. I'm gonna read all these all the ones old, I've got. other ones I've been stockpiling. Yeah. <laughs> For the zombie apocalypse, when yeah. all we've got time when to do is no read. There's no such thing as new comics. Yeah. <laughs> Before uh, Sean talked about her toys, when I was talking about artists, one of the other artists that I got to talk to was um, Stan Ford. And uh, I got to talk to him, and I got a commission from him. I got a $5 Kitty Pride. You got a, you got a Kitty Pride? I'm shocked. Yeah, that's what Sam Finley said. What would you get? Oh, yeah, I'm shocked. I do have an idea for my next, if I, if I decide I'm going to stop getting Kitty Prides, I do have an idea for the next... Uh, round of commissions that i get okay my next person person finger quotes groot <laughs> no, not groot. rocket raccoon no not rocket drax no gamora no that other dude you're on the right trail but not at all on the right trail silver surfer no is it in space yes galactus no thanos no uh... <laughs> uh... rachel gray no Jean Grey. No. Cyclops. No. The Phoenix. You're Force? you're going in the wrong direction. Oh, okay, so it's not an X Men. No. Mm, X Men or no. Uh, I got nothing. Yeah, you were in the right uh, publisher. Okay, but... so it's Marvel. Mm-hmm, yeah. I don't know if I like this game anymore. Do you want it to stop? Um, Ghost Rider. No. Punisher. No. It may. No. Okay. No. Who is it? I'm not gonna say. You either guess or I won't say. Okay, well, I'm not going to keep going. Okay, well, then they can guess, or they can just not worry about it at all. Um. So I got a Kitty Pride from Stanford, and uh, he had a really cool um, just collection of art, original art that he had on there. He was set up next to Brandon Paget. I also got a blind sketch from uh, Stanford as well. Oh, cool. Mm-hmm. I don't think I saw that. Oh, you didn't? Mm-mm. Oh, I thought I, sh- I thought I showed it to you. You could have, but I don't remember. Yeah, a lot goes on. Going around the uh, the room... Also got to stop over at the Borderlands and talk to Michelle and Rob and, um, oh my God, there's like six of them. Shane. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to be like, I know this one. (laughs) Just throw out a name. Uh, Let's see. Shane probably is who it was, right? Yeah, that was Shane. (laughs) No, yeah, it was Shane. I I was like, drew a momentarily, momentary blank and I was like, yeah, it's everybody that works at Borderlands is named Shane, right? Well... (laughs) Well, I mean, no. Uh, Is it Odin? No. Thor? No. Loki? No. Chick Loki? 
No. Kid Loki. No. Lady Thor. No. Okay. So we talked to those guys for a while, and uh, they're doing well. Yes. And uh, Rob had a board fall on him, but he's okay. <laughs> he, he survived. He survived. Had to get bandaged up a little. Yeah. Apparently uh, there was a lot of blood. Yeah, some blood. It's a it's a rough it's a rough it's life. Rough. Yeah, it is. You get there's a lot of a lot of things can go wrong. Especially in those uh those crowded uh crowded convention centers, yeah. crowded convention halls. Yeah, yeah. Charlotte Comic Con was a lot of fun. They've really grown. So we talked to those guys and then uh I stopped by and talked to Richard briefly. I must have walked right past Richard. I didn't even see him. Because I think when I was walking around that corner, right across from Richard was John Bruin. So I actually went and, and saw him. And then I saw Richard the second time around when things started to kind of uh, get toward the end of the day and it, it emptied out a little bit. Yeah, I said hey to John. Mm-hmm. And Brett from Sailfish was there. I said I hey to him. Brett. Was he set up? Yeah, he was like across from Rob. Wow. Didn't even see him. Yep. Well, across from Rob was like those 50 cent comics. But like across and like down. Okay. Apparently Brandon Padgett gets a lot of the 50 cent comics. There's some good that stuff. That was Pennyworth. Oh, is that who that is? Yeah. Okay. And Rebel Base was set up. and Yep. Yeah, they were in the toy section. Yeah, which little was there over in the toy room? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and some people I know, <laughs> a lot of people I know. <laughs> yeah, that was quite a jam-packed weekend of really driving. How'd you sleep Sunday night? Was that when we were home? Yeah, that was last night. Yeah, that was pretty, pretty well, <laughs> pretty well. Yeah, yeah. I, I missed my nice bed. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Not sitting in a car was nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And it was a little bit warmer because mm-hmm. it was pretty chilly Saturday night, mm-hmm. Friday night, or Friday night. <laughs> it was a little chilly Saturday night. Yeah. But, but uh, that's all I got, I think. Is that? Okay. I'm sure there's other stuff. There's lots of shows that we have recorded that I haven't posted yet. Like, um, So we'll probably be running some old shows that were never posted. And uh, hopefully we'll be getting some more of those uh, interviews, Terrence and I do, coming up in the fall. Because I think... Uh, Kind of con season's closing down a little, slowing down at least. Fall, we'll start doing some interviews again, fall, winter. Okay. So, you know, we actually, I still have panels from maybe Heroes. I know I have panels from SC Comic Con still to post as well. Oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. So I'll get those You're up. really behind, Adam. I know. I know. I've, it's been busy. You know, with con season, it's really hard. Just work and conventions and everything, it's hard to get the shows up. Work, conventions, you've been doing movies. I've yeah. been working. I've had school. Mm-hmm. Life, friends, family coming into town. Sleep. Sle- sleeping's, li- sleeping's really nice. Mm-hmm. So, good times. I think that's it. I'm calling it. I'm calling okay. it, Sean. Okay. So, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll catch you next week from the past, possibly, in the future. Well, you'll catch be you hearing this. in the future. But we've, we'll have already talked. Yeah, but then next week is going to be something probably that we recorded long before this. So, okay. this will be in the future. And then the future of this future will actually be something from the past, of now even. Roads. Where we're going, we don't need roads. It's like Marvel time continuity. 